welcome to the Building Up Leaders in Property podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Bangura, and I'm thrilled to have you here with me today. Whether you're an emerging leader or a seasoned manager in the property and construction industry, this podcast will help you elevate your leadership, build a cohesive team, and have more impact. Join me every week where I'll leave you excited and confident to take your next steps. Thanks for being here with me. Now let's get started. Welcome. It is great to have you here today. We are talking about unlocking the power of your leadership shadow today. And this is a really interesting concept. Now, you may be familiar with the idea of a leadership shadow or this may be new to you. Either way, this conversation is relevant whether you are a seasoned leader or whether you are aspiring to step into that leadership role. And through today's episode, we're going to talk about what a leadership shadow is, how it's cast, and what we can do to really unlock the power of your leadership shadow to make you a better leader and to give you more impact and influence and, as a result, create better outcomes through your work. And what I love about this concept of leadership shadow is that we all have one. And we'll obviously go into this in more detail, but it's such a good reminder that every day, every action we take or everything we choose not to do says something about who we are, what we stand for and what we value most. Ultimately, we are in charge of that. We as an individual get to choose who we show up as every day in this world, through our work, through our contributions outside of work, and through our everyday interactions with people. It can be really easy to get focused on goals and things we are trying to achieve, and we can sometimes forget the impact of the process we go through to create those outcomes. And I think that's a really important part of the conversation that often gets missed. But before we get into that, what exactly is a leadership shadow? So your leadership shadow is the impact and the influence and the impression that you cast on your team and on your organization and on your suppliers and everyone you interact with. Now, this may be intentional, it's often unintentional, and it encompasses everything from how you communicate, how you make decisions, how you respond emotionally to different situations and how your values come up through your work. And so your leadership shadow isn't just about what you do. It's also about how you do it. It's those underlying messages that your actions convey. And we all need to be aware of this because how we respond, the things we do, don't just impact us. They impact everyone that is part of the machine of the organisation that you work for. And so when we think about this in terms of, like literally, if you think about your umbrella casting a shadow, depending where the sun is, you can have a huge huge shadow, which is much bigger than the size of your umbrella. And, you know, most of us are walking along, carrying our brollies, carrying our shadow, and we are paying no attention to it. It is not even on our radar. So whilst we may have a certain degree of self-awareness about who we are as a leader, what strengths we bring to a situation, what our weaknesses may be, we may not stop to consider the impact that we have on others how we set the tone for things. And once we allow ourselves to really expand our self-awareness to think not only in terms of us as an individual, but also in terms of the impact we have to others, we can really get intentional about how to cultivate a shadow that really aligns with who we want to be. And that really is the key to influence. And when we think about our leadership shadows, there are some key things I want you to think about. So the first is decision-making, right? As a leader, your choices reflect your priorities and how you actually approach and solve problems. 
Now, as a leader, quite often these decisions are made behind closed doors. Not everyone is privy to the process and the information that goes into making these decisions. And that's fine. Not everyone needs to know everything. But how you reflect those priorities, how you explain to people why something is important and how you made that choice, that is important. And that will influence how people think of you and how they relate to you. And it will also influence what they share with you. So we need to be intentional and make sure that people understand that part of the journey. And how much you choose to share with them is obviously depends on the context. But it's important to realize that the decision-making process is something that formulates a big part of our leadership shadow. Another big thing is communication style. So how do you communicate? And that's about the tone, the methods, the mediums, the frequency, and how open you are about things or how closed you may be. So I don't know if you've ever received a monthly update from a leader and it's got the picture of them in the corner and, you know, there might be some personal notes from them and a bit of a a division update. Those communications are really important, right? You realise when someone sends those communications that they are intentionally engaging you and bringing you up to speed on what you need to know. The photo they include in that sets a tone for who they are as a leader and how they want you to perceive them. Is it super formal? Is it more casual? Do they seem approachable in the photo or does it seem like it should be on the picture of times, right? That will all shift how you think of someone. You know, are they relatable or aren't they? Do we have them on a pedestal or are they one of us? And the message you include there, how personal it is, how formal it is, what things you choose to share really does make a difference. And, you know, I'm using that one example of an email, but every interaction is like this. Every team meeting, every town hall, every one-on-one all goes into painting a picture for your team and for other people within the business to understand who you are. And so it helps when we really decide how do we want to communicate? How do we want to be perceived? Do we want to be seen as part of the team or do we want to be seen as that leader And once we decide that, we can start to communicate in a way that really aligns with that. Now, another big part is emotional intelligence. So how do you, as a leader, show up? How do you control your own emotions in situations? And how do you read and respond to other people's emotional responses? And often we see brilliant, intelligent people who are put into leadership positions because of their great technical excellence who do not have the ability to communicate or connect with people on an emotional level. Values and ethics also play a huge part in our leadership shadow, right? What are the principles that guide you as a leader? And what do you visibly uphold as acceptable behavior? And again, this really influences an organization's culture and a team's culture, and it sets the tone for what is acceptable. Hey there, I'm interrupting today's episode because I want to share something special with you. If you've been on a leadership journey with me through this podcast, you know that I'm all about empowering leaders. Now, I have exciting news. I'm about to open the doors for a new intake of coaching clients who are ready to take their leadership skills to the next level and achieve outstanding results. If you're eager to create sustainable success as a leader, I invite you to explore how my exclusive coaching program can help you reach your goals. Whether you're an emerging leader or a seasoned manager, this program is customized to get you results. Don't miss out on this opportunity to invest in your growth as a leader. To learn more, simply visit my website, rebeccavanguru.com, or you can find the link in the show notes. 
this is your chance to discover if the coaching program is the right fit for you. Okay, now let's get back to today's episode. And finally, the last thing I want you to think about in terms of your leadership shadow is how do you respond under stress? Now, we all have different things in our job that create pressure and create tension on us. And that is part of a leadership role that there will always be difficult decisions to make and hard situations to face. But it's how we respond in those moments. How do we show up and set the precedent and again, the tone for what is accepted within a situation. And, you know, as we think about our own leadership shadows, it's important to note, like, there is no wholly right (laughs) way to do these things. And there's no wholly bad way to do this. We are all, you know, human. We are all fallible. We all do some things better than others. And so what we really want to do is have enough self-awareness to understand who we are as a leader and to be conscious of what our current leadership shadow looks like. And from there, we can get intentional about what we want our leadership shadow to be and what is the disconnect between the two and how do we bridge that gap so that moving forward, the leadership shadow that we cast is one that is really reflective of who we want to be as a leader and the tone and the culture that we are role modelling for our organisation. And our leadership shadow is so important because it is cast much further than we realise. Our leadership shadow impacts people who we may never interact with. And in most cases, those people are looking to you as a leader to get guidance on what to do and what is acceptable and how to behave. And so as a leader, you really need to elevate yourself from where you are right now to where you need to be, almost as that beacon for other people within your team and within your business and within the industry. And the truth is so much of our leadership shadow is unconscious, right? It is a result of things that we do without ever thinking that someone else is watching. And the challenge with this is that so much of our leadership shadow is unconscious, right? It is often built on interactions and experiences where you as a leader aren't actually aware of the extent of your influence. And this is what we call, you know, blind spots. And of course, we all have them as leaders, but we want to be aware of them and we want to work on them. Because again, this is what distinguishes an okay leader from an exceptional leader. They have that self-awareness and they do the work to intentionally set the tone and the shadow that they want and that reflects the organisation and the goals and the values that you uphold. And acknowledging our blind spots isn't always easy, right? None of us like to see the negative things and often we've never even stopped to consider how do other people perceive what I am doing within the organisation and who I am being within this organisation. But I really encourage you to think this through because when we do and when we get our leadership shadow right, that gives us the ability to really impact a positive workplace culture. And great leaders, really exceptional leaders, they inspire people. They motivate their teams and everyone feels part of the journey. Even if they've never interacted with that person at the top, they feel part of that family. They feel committed to the cause. And the flip side of this is when it's not done well, that has a massive influence as well. So when we see a leader that is out of alignment with organisational goals, when someone is driven by personal agendas rather than collective goals, that disheartens everyone around them. Similarly, when we see leaders giving lip service to issues but not actually acting with integrity and following through in their day-to-day in a way that is aligned with those values, then people around that see that. 
they pick up on it and they don't want to be part of it. And that's when we see disengagement. And the truth is, is no matter how good a leader you are, if you don't have a team that is engaged and working towards something with you, you are never going to create the best results, right? The best things come from collective efforts. So I want you to think about what does a new employee see of me? How would they interact with me as a leader? What would they know about me? And this can be as simple as bumping into someone in the kitchen when you're getting a cup of tea or filling your water bottle, right through to the formal communications that go out, be it a press release or an internal briefing and everything in between. But think about this. Think about what are those touch points right now and do they reflect what I want them to reflect about me? And do they align with the culture and the values and the goals that we as an organisation are working towards? And if they don't, it's time to get intentional. It is time to start thinking about how to bridge that gap. And I know personally how impactful having a positive leadership shadow is. You know, and I think particularly of, of one leader I had and we didn't work closely together. There was a few steps in between us. And I remember just once bumping into her. It was a Friday afternoon in the kitchen. I was filling up my water bottle. She was getting a cup of tea. And we just had a real conversation about how the week had been. And she'd shared that it had been challenging and we were talking about families and weekends. And literally it was an interaction that lasted maybe two or three minutes. But that shadow that she cast on me that moment humanised her in such an impactful way. And this was one interaction that I'd had of hundreds with this leader. But that personal interaction, along with the group emails and the leadership programs and offsites, all of this really built an impression for me of who she was. And she became someone that I absolutely trusted. And when I had a situation within my team that needed support and needed escalation that I wasn't getting through the normal channels, I felt comfortable enough to reach out to her and have a direct conversation. Now, obviously, that's not something you do every day, but knowing that that channel was open and that that was going to be a receptive person to understand the challenge and offer some constructive guidance on how to deal with this situation was huge. And I think back on that person as being one of the best leaders I've ever worked for. And, you know, if the opportunity ever arose again, I would be there supporting her because I know what kind of person she was and I know that I can trust her. And that is so essential when we are trying to do big things in the world, that we have that level of influence that people really feel aligned to us. They know who we are and they know that we can be trusted. And it's not about always getting the outcome we want, far from it, but it's about knowing there's a process there, there's integrity, and knowing that we lead as the sort of person we expect everyone else to be within the team. And I think on the flip side of that, we can often see some really brilliant people who are put into leadership roles because of their technical excellence, but they lack the communication skills. They lack the emotional intelligence. They don't respond well in difficult situations. And whilst we may absolutely respect them for their ability to do the job, we do not respect them as leaders. And that disconnect that really stifles their influence and their impact. So I want you to go away. I want you to think about who have been the exceptional leaders you have worked with and what has their leadership shadow been for you. And then I want you to think about what is your leadership shadow right now and what do you want it to be? And look, if you are ready to do this work, if you are ready to kind of delve in and think about where you're at and where you want to be, 
I would love to support you on that journey. So please come over to LinkedIn or come over to the website and say hi or find a time to have a chat with me. I would love to take you on this journey. So much of what I do in my one-on-one coaching and in my leadership programs that I run with companies is we always start with what type of leader are you? Who are you as a person? And then we work through to what is your leadership shadow and what are the blind spots and how do we get you to be the leader that you aspire to be? It's all about giving you the self-awareness, the clarity and the tools and strategies to be an exceptional leader. Because honestly, we need great leaders and why shouldn't it be you? Okay, my beautiful friends, have a wonderful day. I will see you in the next episode. Thanks for joining me on the Building Up Leaders in Property podcast. If you'd like to find out how I can support you on your journey to becoming an exceptional leader, then head over to rebeccavangura.com or follow the link in the show notes to find out more. Have a beautiful day and I'll see you next time.